on this week's episode of Diet Starts Monday. It's, it's such a cheat, cheat day. <laughs> That's it. That's totally it. Great. <laughs> your three favorite cows driving on the east coast figuring it out and always doing the most we've got our ups and downs at the end of the day don't forget diet starts monday Yay! Oh my gosh, we are just, we're here. We're back. Uh, surprise, it is getting a little f- frisky, is not the right word for cold outside. Frigid? There you go. It's another FRI word, much like frickin'. Yep. That's Anywho, one. It's frisky out there. That took a left when it probably should have taken a right or just gone straight, but I was into it. Thank you. Yes, yes, we are back. We are back, and we actually have something a little different for y'all this week. Yeah, uh, but different in, like, the best possible way. So instead of a brand new episode, we have a cheat day for the cheatest day of the year, Thanksgiving. Um, oh, my God. You what know, what like, it, your pants just don't fit after today like i love that ever so that's why you don't wear pants at thanksgiving if you want to be truly successful you wear tights or a skirt something anything with an elastic waistband joggers yes i didn't even think about the like the 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 great i don't know play on words i guess that is cheat day and thanksgiving because it is so true fuck a diet um didn't either until just now so yeah so all that with Thanksgiving being, you know, right around the corner in our case recording now, or for you all listeners out there, just happened. Let's take a moment. We all going to just share a little something that we are thankful for. Everyone just, just reflect for a moment, unless you're really ready. Who's thankful? I mean, the basics, right? Friends, family, health, life, job, roof. I feel like those are like the key thankful things, I think, you know, but beyond that, I need a second. Overall grateful that my life looks completely different this year from the way that it did last year this time. Um, just like a lot of shit to be grateful for has happened, you know, grad school things, leaving a toxic ass job, um, leaving a lot of just like general toxicity back in previous years uh i don't know like pretty much everything which is why i feel like i'm having trouble pinpointing the specifics because it's just like everything like everything is so different for me now but you know in a like all the best possible ways so i have a lot like a lot a shit ton to be grateful for honestly um i think as specific as i can get I am thankful that I am in a place right now in life where I can kind of be flexible in my like day-to-day existence. Um, And by that, I mean like I have a lot of 
I have a good work-life balance right now. Like work is cool. I'm like out in this new city. I'm making like enough to like do all the things I want to do. Um, even if it's like, I'm not saving a whole lot of money or anything like that, but I'm like, you know, I'm eating good. I'm like seeing people I want to see. And I am making many plans for recklessness in 2019 as, uh, you all and specifically Maya are like painfully aware, um, of the foolishness that is to come. So I'm just glad that I have somehow found myself in these circumstances. Yay. I think staying on the circumstantial train, I, in retrospect, am grateful for my going on three-year quarter-life crisis, only because I think it's helped me put a lot of things in my life in perspective in terms of like what I want, what I don't want, what I want to do in the long term. So like if we, if I wasn't like feeling in crisis all the time, we wouldn't have been pushed to start this show or I would have been like, Oh, I need to like quit this job and find a new job or I need to do X and do Y. So I think I'm grateful for all the, um, the fuckery that life throws at you that sort of steers you in the right direction when you might be veering off your path. If that makes sense. Oh my God. That makes so much sense. Thank you for articulating. Yeah, pretty much. I think what both of us were trying to say, but like, better <laughs> yes better uh that's why we need maya that's why i'm here you know i'm here to i'm our steer if we were a ship i'm starboard i think that's the front oh i was gonna say are you the captain what does that make um me and aj are we the poop deck first lieutenant i don't know i don't know anything first about mate boats. that's what they say on boats yes checkmate sports and the one who <laughs> saw the iceberg too late <laughs> Oh, oh RIP. Probably me. Okay. Uh, oh my gosh. Dark. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> women and children are on the boats first. We would have made it out. Um, Rich women and children. Don't get it twisted. Oh no. Darn. I hate slavery. Okay. Um, but yes, I think we all have a lot to be thankful for. I think the cheesy version the cheesy answer to that would have been that I'm thankful for both of you and obviously for all the people who tune into our show religiously. Caitlin, we are so thankful for you. Oh my God. Yes. Retweet. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm just thankful for all the things that I have in my life. So before this episode gets all gross and cheesy and emotions, things I don't understand, we have another gift for all of you something for you to be thankful for so uh as a as a bonus which is what our cheat days truly are uh we present to you uh an episode from the vault so this is a this is this has been locked away for a bit um but it is all of our favorite moments uh most of them unheard (laughs) and for a reason uh moments from season one so Get ready because it gets weird, y'all. Right. <laughs> Yay. Have yes. fun. Be thankful. Eat a turkey. Eat mashed potatoes. Quick, y'all. Debate. Macaroni and cheese. Whole meal or side dish? Um a vegetable. With you said whole meal. A nice crumbly top. I said whole ass meal. Only because I'm a vegetarian, but like realistically side dish. Okay, we'll post a poll. But yes, before we get sidetracked, because we promised ourselves we would not talk longer than five minutes, enjoy um, some of our favorite moments from season one. (laughs) 
Well, we're back and we're on the attack. Y'all thought we were gone after episode 10. Psych! Um, no, but for realsies, we're here for a, a quick little cheat day. So I think as a collective unit, we're like 10 episodes. We're going to go on like a little hiatus, but no hiatus is truly complete without a show doing like a best of episode. And so we are here to present to you this week our best of diet starts monday five months of work and we're gonna pick some of our favorite clips and just share them with y'all uh if you haven't guessed already it's me maya your fave <laughs> okay okay in addition there's a little bts for the bts behind the scenes some more clips that never never made it to the final cut uh, and I'm, I guess you're honestly, the stuff that didn't make it onto the show is sometimes better than the stuff we put in the show. But in order to protect our like, um, identities, I don't know. What's it called? Our reps, our rep. Our, there's a D word for this. Uh, Discretion? Dignity. Oh, dignity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, um, our dignity. I don't have any of that left. Um, yeah. So, we started off with the brow, 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 air horn because I don't know if you've noticed, but um, we tried to air horn a lot on this show, literally starting with the first episode uh, when Brandon accidentally set off his air horn. Hashtag ham horn app. And it just was downhill from there. So there was just a lot of air horn fails, which I think is like kind of funny because it's like one of those reoccurring themes from episode one until episode 10 because i think we tried to air horn and that i did a live air horn i think on episode 10 so oops help of your friends you figure it out preach this i'm maya uh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just being your hype i'm just being your hype man don't mind me i'm just gonna we're gonna leave it at that so uh shout out to you maya uh, oh my goodness she loves an air horn she loves a motif. We were lit. So it was, yeah, there was a lot happening there. It was good. It was good. Um, but yeah, episode one seems like so long ago. But I think in preparation for this episode, we like went back into the files. And um, so we're not doing, sorry guys, uh, we're not doing a WTF is going on this episode. But I do have to say, very quickly because I'm me. In episode one, our bop was a Jaden Smith song. We talked about Jaden and Willow and like the whole Smith family and how dope they are. And like today in the modern times, um, Willow, Jada, and her mom, whose name I can't remember right now, but she's fit as fuck, have this show on Facebook. And they just did a really good episode where Willow talks about like going through depression and like I remember talking about Willow in episode one and saying oh, she's like this free spirit who like whipped her hair and then stepped away from the pop seat and then she talked about how pop sort of ruined her life so this has nothing to do with this best of episode but we talked about Willow in episode one and Illo Willow touched my spirit this week so I just wanted to say shout out to Willow because she's killing it as like a 15 year old unrelated but i had to say that because uh, yeah no i think i think that's important especially because it's like kind of sparked up the mental health in the black community combo which is always important for reals so willow shout out to you girl you and your mom and your grandma's like showing what healthy family conversations look like um i'm about it when i think all the way back to episode one and i just think to where we are right now 
like even outside of the context of all the episodes, just a lot has happened. And I know we touched on it a little bit, um, I think, in our Summertime Madness, the most recent episode. But it's just cool to think of some of the things that we wanted to tweet and collage into existence um, and how some of those are, in fact, coming into existence or existing already. So shout out to Moves Being Made on all sides here. I'm still hyped for Aj going to be doing the grad school thing so pumped for you i'm like in the middle of i literally submitted some applications to transfer through work today to help uh figure out this move situation so that's happening it's just like we doing things i think that's a good segue into our first clip here's a, a little bit of us talking about you know all the shit that we wanted for 2018 and i guess now you have some context as to where we are now that I had were like okay like obviously activism has been like a huge like part of that was a huge part of my like college career but like working in tech consulting there isn't really much activism involved in that and if anything like you are kind of a cog in the wheel of the system you know but like we won't go there um so I wanted to get like more into that and I feel like this new kind of career path that I'm going down like trying to fix the education system like I feel like that definitely satisfies like kind of that goal it hasn't come to fruition yet but like putting that out there that like i am going to get into grad school i am going to like redirect my entire career and like you know i already did the first step which is quitting the job i just have to finish submitting all the rest of the applications so someone accept me right i i got some goals you want me to like try and sprinkle a couple in before just like okay for 2018 I have some that I know I definitely want to execute that I've been thinking about for a while. Um, I've lived in Maryland my entire existence. I was born here. I was raised here, went to school here, and now I'm still living and working here uh, for 20-something odd years. I want to move to a different city, um, just out of state, different place, outside of the Baltimore or D.C. region. Um, and I keep telling myself, like, I don't want to come up with any more excuses, whether it's work related or personal or whatnot, like mm-hmm. just got to do it or else it's never going to happen. So that's one. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, if I knew how to cry, I would, which I think I've said before, but like y'all literally spoke your goals into existence and now it's legitimately happening. It's kismet. That's the thing I couldn't say before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> more segues <laughs> listening to that was low-key like really cute though i'm just like oh dang that was only you know five months ago yeah. maybe but yeah no like that was literally like i think we recorded a little before new year's yeah oh wow that's right yeah. <laughs> and now it's literally happening for both of you and i just really feel like i inspired both of your journeys so you're welcome oh thanks um, that's why i'm here we owe you but okay side note though or not even side note important note. there is a little thing that uh frequently happens on this show where we remember that english is not necessarily maya's first language and um we have you know a lot of embarrassing moments on the show but you know i would be remiss not to point out specifically when you know my sis is is struggling with the english language so uh here's a couple clips from that this is his whole niche like these sci-fi films like he did hellboy and he did pan's labyrinth and all that shit so like this is right up his alley but no. 
LOL, Labyrinth. Labyrinth, Labyrinth, <laughs> whatever. English is my second language. <laughs> this is true. Listen, I have told y'all this before and I will repeat it now. I was not taught English until I had to go to school. And in that time, I was taught key phrases like, I need to go to the bathroom and help. <laughs> so it is not my fault. English is also difficult for no reason. So you know what? I just can't do it. Um, I fall under that category of people who pronounces their um, THs as Fs. So, you know, when they're like, uh, is it because he, uh, what is it? Handsome and wealthy? Like, not wealthy. They're wealthy. 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 Not wealthy. Wealthy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we love you and all your unique ways of saying things. And like, to be honest, English is a stupid language and doesn't really make any sense. So <laughs> we can't really be mad. <sighs> Speaking of moments that we could be considered embarrassing. Um, this is, there was a whole episode where we really just like dragged yeah. ourselves. Um around our choices of clothing and beauty and fashion. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember back in episode three when we talked about some of our really cringeworthy moments of the past, uh, but my favorite is this little ditty here. Enjoy. I was wearing a studded belt somewhere in there in middle school. Then <gasps> no, after- no, 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 stop. Yo, nope, I my, can't let this studded belt happen. My at one, no. point, at one point, I was wearing a name belt and I put the studded belt on the fucking name belt like on my nameplate because i was ghetto and goth (laughs) (laughs) when you're depressed but also raised in the hood honestly someone needs to put that on a poster because i think that would sell really well in like an etsy or like a red bubble situation just make it like a viral meme because i feel it in my spirit someone someone come to my rescue because i know i wasn't the only i know i wasn't the only one i might have been the only person creative enough to take my nameplate and put it on a studded belt but i wasn't the only one depressed and raised in the hood okay okay so (laughs) since since i've been read um or i guess i read myself really because nobody needed to know that um we also had a little fun conversation where i think we all managed to embarrass ourselves at some point um Episode eight, we talked about like a lot of the different shows that we were passionate about as youths. Um, and one of those shows was Blue's Clues and um, still iconic as fuck. <laughs> English might not be my first language, but I really think that Blue's Clues might be. So check it out. What I can recall as my first love is Blue's Clues. That was like my yeah, go to children's show show. I still casually quote it like the whenever mail happens like i usually sing the song um <laughs> here's the mail that makes me want to wag my tail when it comes i want to will <laughs> i just love that show like i was and then it was Steve just committed intense. suicide and oh my god that was like <laughs> all the drama that but he totally did it shit, that is not what happened it's not true it's just when we were little like and we got to the age where we were like little assholes and after we were no longer innocent then oh. the rumor was like he did drugs or like killed himself oh, or something they're like yeah, Everyone steve just, went know, to jail steve committed suicide time. but and you know, you're just almost 
ruined my entire childhood. Wow. Um, but also, <laughs> I just want to shout out Blue's Clues because was anyone else shook when Blue was actually a gal puppy? Because they were um, uh, subverting our gender norms and expectations. Yeah. They were like, just because Blue is the color blue does not mean Blue has to be for boys. And was it so Magenta also a boy? Magenta was a boy. I thought Magenta was no. also a girl and that the rumor was that no she idea. was a boy. But she was like, bow, 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 and she was like, bow, 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 bow. honestly, awesome. dogs are just like, fucking wow. dogs. But I, I do love oh, that yeah. subtle, like, fuck no, your gender norms. I would just like to point out that in that clip, um, I think Brandon attributed uh, salt and pepper from being like Italian, but they were actually like French as fuck. So I should know this. My degree's useless. You know, it's fine. <laughs> Is it still sitting on your windowsill? Oh yeah, they were like, oh we, oui, I am salt and I am pepper and this is paprika. Yeah, and then they had the other baby. I think its name was like oregano or something. So oregano. Blue's Clues was good. Steve is not dead. I promise. Um, sorry, Aj, uh, but <laughs> I know I scared you a little. But Blue was serving us. I think was it non-gender norms, and we were here for it. We're into it. Honestly, I don't know if a show can slap. <laughs> But Blue Clue slapped. (laughs) Well, I guess in addition to our um, more embarrassing moments, like not our not our finest moments, we also I don't know. I and y'all let me know if I'm if I'm speaking for everyone too much or if you feel the same way. But I I think in a lot of instances the show has been kind of like therapeutic or cathartic in some ways, and um, there are some moments that I feel like we're like kind of deep and like you know. Us just like speaking our little our little truths and our you know our hearts. So uh, we have a couple of those moments. And the idea that like, oh yeah, well, like when I was in high school, it's like great. Well, then you know I don't really know what I want to do right now, but when I go to college, I'll just I'll know. And then like college was happening, I was like, you know, let me give it a year or two, and then I'll just know. And then it was like you graduate, and you're like, it'll happen. Like a never-ending stream of like, I will just figure it Which out. Which I feel like the way that the whole thing is set up is so shitty because who at 18 has any earthly clue of like what they really want out of life, you know? Um, I think what I really appreciate about our quote-unquote therapy moments or when we, when we went there, hashtag Degrassi, uh, on this show is that for me at least part of the whole reason why we did this was because I think we were all feeling a little bit discombobulated about where we were in life in the moment and Brandon talking about this whole like oh you'll figure it out as you go along the way but realizing that as you're trudging along on the path you're not really figuring it out you're sort of just quote-unquote keeping it pushing um lol um and by not solving your underlying issues, you're not help doing yourself any favors. You're sort of just stacking on the pile. And so I think that to me was just sort of like uh, reassuring, uh, affirming. It was a strong affirmation that like, okay, we're not on this journey alone. And I think part of the reason why we did this show was to tell folks who decided to tune in that like, you're probably going through these struggles that we're going through. And we too are figuring it out and no one has it figured out so let's all just sort of struggle together i i totally agree um related to i guess just figuring it out um my i thought you said something like pretty 
profound, I guess, uh, <laughs> about the idea of like kind of how we all, some of us feel like we're kind of stumbling through life and others feel, you know, like solid ground is the place to be. But uh, I think you said it better than I probably ever could. So, you know, roll, roll the tape. I feel like I'm more comfortable stumbling than I am like standing on solid ground because yep. once you're there it's sort of like and then what when you're like struggling through something there's always that like okay like there's this hurdle and then there's this hurdle and that like you know that with each hurdle comes the opportunity to get over it and then you just keep moving forward but once you've yeah. gotten to the destination then yeah. what like is this it can I where where can I go from here and so I mean I, I find comfort I that clip makes me anxious for two reasons. The first one is, LOL, me speaking truths <laughs> on accident. But also, what is the underlying message in finding comfort and being uncomfortable? It sounds like a good thing. They're always like, you know, challenge by choice and find comfort. But like, what's, why is everyone so afraid of finding a little bit of stability? And sometimes solid ground isn't the worst thing in the entire world. And maybe this is my growth you know, does the Kelly gif from Insecure, but that was a mo. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Brandon, you also drop a couple gems every once in a while. Um, this one, I, I think, was one of the moments where I was like, wow, this is, this is why Brandon's my sis, because you just were saying things that, you know, that really that spoke to me. I think even the people who maybe appear to seem more focused are like, yeah, they've, they, they live in their dream or whatever that is. Like we can all, we all have those friends or that person that we know that like seems that way from the outside or maybe from our perspective, but they're still dealing with their own challenges and their own kind of doubts, I'm sure. And a lot of that, like, well, what's next or what is the, what's the next step in this for me? True. You ever like not remember you fucking said something? <laughs> in the line. Uh, I think this is the so typical of me being an extrovert that I can't say, oh, I don't, I can't have these profound thoughts. I have to speak them or else I'm not processing them correctly in my emotions. So that's the only way it's ever going to come out. Just word vomiting until something mm. smart happens. It's better well as a soundbite, you know? That's just so real because like, I'm not going to post a picture. I mean, I post on Instagram once every three months. I think I get posted on Brandon's Instagram more than I post on my own. But like, I'm not going to post pictures of True. me crying in the shower, which happens more often than it should. It's going to be like me having a good time because that's what's appeasing to the palate. So... <laughs> Plus, if you're going to post a picture of you crying, you should probably just put it on the story and boomerang it because like tears in reverse would be really cool. Oh, wow. An aesthetic. <laughs> uh, this last little, I guess, therapeutic moment was one where um, it's, 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 it's a little more hopeful. Another tangent because Speak that's on just it. who I am. Have you ever read <laughs> the last lecture or like See. heard the last lecture? Okay, so... For those who haven't, it's this lecture by this guy named Randy Pausch who finds out he's dying of cancer, of pancreatic cancer. And so he decides to give one last lecture at his school that he teaches at. And his whole speech is basically how those childhood dreams sort of ended up manifesting themselves into his adult life without him actually realizing it. So like as a kid, he wanted to work at Disney World. And then he grew up and like, because he was smart as hell, became like a Disney Imagineer and like designed roller coasters and stuff for Disney. So he wasn't like a goofy character. It, he wasn't goofy, the character, like in a costume, but he still 
his dream never actually changed. It just sort of re-manifested itself to fit where his life was going. And so I think there was a point to that and I don't remember what it was, but hold on to your childhood dreams, y'all, because they're, they're just waiting to spruce to the top and be like, hey, we're still here. Remember us? I mean, between that and the, like the inspiration for childhood dreams and sticking with them, even if maybe the manifestation of that dream is not what you originally thought. Like, so if I take that thought and I combine it with the whole, just like figure it the fuck out. Plus our like most recent experience with speaking, tweeting, collaging into existence. That makes me feel like we can really do it. So when we come back from this hiatus, y'all like we better speak into existence, $50 million <laughs> and then give it five months. I'm really Honestly, hyped. I'm on that same way. If I'm not back from hiatus and dating Chris um, Evans, then I've failed about dreaming things into existence because I love him. I'm sorry. If you could just give me the beard. <laughs> that's the only part of him that I want. No, that's not true. I mm, this is not the time. I went on a YouTube hole of Chris Evans interviews yesterday, and it. It wasn't cute on my end, but it was so cute on his end. He's so cute, but that's not why we're here. But I feel like this um, this kind of leads us to our next segment of <laughs> clips where we start talking about how, along with being inspirational, sometimes we got a little thirsty um, in the pod. And it wasn't on purpose, but sometimes your thirst just manifests itself when you're talking about things. So... Let's let's get a little hydration in this nation. Okay, I just needed some water. Hail Hydra! Agua, hydration, more like hydration. Ha. <laughs> um. Okay. And Ooh. three, two, one. <laughs> Honestly, that clip gets me every time and from now on i would just like it to be known that i'm declaring the word hydration hydration it's been hydration is no longer a thing brandon has invented the new hydration and it's hydration so uh speaking of which um, oftentimes we uh we think about our own relationships in our own you know place in this world and um, we've unofficially but officially nominated Brandon as our most attractive friend um, because clearly he 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 I think has the most active love life because Mize and I are sad as fuck but yeah that's so real and <clears throat> in episode 10 when um, I think Aj and I got a little more turnt than we uh, wanted to um that was one of the episodes where a lot of more, a lot more of what didn't make into the episode was a lot funnier than what did. And that episode was still pretty damn funny, but we went on a whole tangent about how, uh, Brandon got the juice, I think is the best way to describe the juice, the following. He got the sauce, the juiciest yeah. sauce. is The juiciest. He's so, these so juicy. So I think really just appreciate this, uh, next clip of Aj and I just sort of standing for Brandon as friends. So like I'm very excited to being jump on the bitch and like putting people's out there, but also speaking the truth because that's what we do here. I think out of the three of us, Brandon is um, the most lusted after 
I don't know. I one hundred percent retweet. I endorse. I co-sign. Brandon gets bitches done. LOL. Brandon, Brandon is literally our most lusted after friend, and I'm here for it because as someone who deems themselves like an 7.936 out of 10 on the hotness scale, I like to surround myself with equally attractive people, and I think Brandon is Brandon has proven himself to be one of those people um, just by sheer number of peens that like come knocking at his door, and he's just like, so sorry, no, no, like you. Back, back, <laughs> I say, back. And so he's being like humble as Bitches shit right brain. now. But um, literally, Richard, as I look at my um my Fitbit to see the current date, it's what I think it's May third right now. Maybe it's May fourth. I don't really know. But as someone who's taken the last year of like self discovery, Brandon has been like. I've self-discovered all these dicks, <laughs> and I'm here for it. And so I'm just proud. I feel like a mom. I feel like a mama duck, and I'm here for him. Goodbye. You know what's, like, the best part about that clip from that particular episode is that immediately <laughs> after, <laughs> like, while we were finishing recording, my, like, dick appointment was, like, outside i was like oh god <laughs> hey y'all i'm gonna pause i gotta go Wait, let somebody in time out time out so <laughs> we were really good this episode and we were like we're gonna be organized as hell we like have a script ready and everything but because brandon put himself on blast like that i would just like to um i had this other clip on reserve i was not going to play it but now that i feel like because now I have to. So honestly, thank you, Brandon, for gracing the audience with this. Where's Brandon? Brand, 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 brand. He to go his drink, and he also said that he would. You're not getting Okay, Al Warner. He said we would appreciate if we finish quickly in the next twenty to thirty minutes, so he get his dick on. And I'm like, how dare you choose a man over us, you stupid motherfucker! He's like, I'm not choosing him over you, but like, also this episode is. He's trying to choose both. Yeah, I mean, we have been talking for a long time, and I can acknowledge that. So, I let him have it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat my multigrain crackers. Multigrain. <laughs> Ow, I'm all out. I need more. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I literally have never heard that before because I was not in the room. <laughs> oh, goodness. oh my gosh. Uh, it's true. I promise I'm not like a hoe, but you know, being a hoe is a social yeah. construct anyway. So honestly, be your best hoe if you want to be. We'll jump on the hoe train with us. I think that I should also, if we have our merch, go on merch, ride in the hoe train. I'm here choo, for it. Choo. There's like an actual train on the merch. We can sell a train set so it's child friendly. But just put hoe on it. Yeah. Hoe Express. Hoe Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post press. <laughs> We're gonna figure it out. It's a play on words. Um, we also have a little bit of a a, a few moments of <laughs> female empowerment. Um, it's questionable female empowerment. Um, in other ways, it's just us being drunk and feeling ourselves. So, uh, enjoy this clip of more of Maya and I just being trashed and talking, talking that you shit. What's funny about the male species? 
They're so fucking simple. Like... I haven't had any interaction with them in the past, like, couple months, so... How were you created first? You're so stupid. I guess it makes sense that you were created first because you're so stupid, but... How long have you thought you're stupid? Wait, I missed that. You know what, bitch? It's fine. Because as women, as the dominant species ruling Earth, it's just good knowing every night as I rest my head to go to sleep that, like, I could literally text any human male on my phone and know that they'll respond. I feel like I wish I, I felt the same way. I think you should feel the same way because female empowerment and also I think it's true. Um, that reminds me of that time out in D.C. whenever Janae said that thing about heels. I lived, That was the worst <laughs> reference ever. And nobody listening is going to get this. But that's that y'all are the top feminist in my life. Oh, thanks, Bay. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I think the really though the common theme or thread throughout all of the the hoery that we discuss all stemmed from humble yeah. beginnings uh, brought onto us by one of those Hadid people. Like, get it? <laughs> I hate that this has been a thing for like the last six months, and it just will not die. It will never die because let's put it to rest here today <laughs> with this Wait, conversation. Before we get too far day. past this, Maya, you just said something about, oh yeah, you were like, if you craft me a really good email, but if you just text me, it really reminded me of that little clip of the Hadid gal. Uh, with the shoes. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? If homeboy, if homeboy, writes me if homeboy crafts a good email, he can get he it. He can like get it. <laughs> if homeboy comes in with that text, he's like a bum. It's dead. But if he comes through with that well-crafted email, he could he like, can, like get it. Get it. <laughs> Yo, I love oh, yeah. it. Shout out to baby Hadid. Um, I very much hate the fact that I was a part of starting this whole trend because I did not remember that, but I like said the whole quote <laughs> and now I'm sitting here in my regrets, wishing I had made better choices, but you know what? It's fine because sometimes we did make better choices and there was one episode. It wasn't even a full episode. It was our, um, our first cheat day with our homegirl Janae, um, Shout out to JJ. And I don't think Brandon was here for this. We had a very like the sisters only moment. Uh, and we were celebrating the release of Black Panther. And that whole thing just went from us like standing for that movie to like talking about institutionalized racism real, real quick. But I think we got some like we said some like solid points and I was here for it uh, as we were going back and listening to there's a lot of clips here actually we made a lot of good points Aj talks about like how black people revolutionized the lemon um, I talk about slavery in ways that probably seem trite but were very deep and then um, I think 
if we look beyond the cheat day episode, Brandon gives us a very solid moment from our feels episode where he just like talks about being authentic and true to oneself. And so we went there again, Degrassi style. We went there sometimes. And so let's just go there right now. We've built a culture and everything here and we've been able to do so much for ourselves despite literally all of the shit that we've been given. Like I texted this morning, I was like, black people don't just make lemonade out of lemons. We make lemon tarts, lemon meringue pie, fucking lemon pepper wings, lemon garlic shrimp. Like lemon pepper wings (laughs) took me out. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we have been given like colonization. We, it, it just, there's so much that's happened to us and we've done nothing but like make beautiful things out of it. Like I said, definitely. I think something that we talked about before was like, Oh, like people who you feel, Oh, we're like about to be talking about colonization for a minute and I'm not trying to be that dark. So I feel like this is the last thing I'm going to say about the concept (laughs) of it, but there are like so many aspects of what was embedded into our community from colonization, whether you're talking about like colorism or like elitism or like, were you in the house or were you in the field and like X, Y, and Z that is still very much reflective in society today. So people are like, uh, which it doesn't make sense, first of all, because the whole reason that these things were implemented was to make sure that like people of color, AKA black people and slaves would not band together and overthrow mm-hmm. white people because if you think about it in the us versus them like you know nat turner had a chance for a reason because they were all bound together like fighting for a cause and so to keep people from doing that they like would like oh be like you know uh Seely, she a nice light-skinned girl she gonna be in the house <laughs> but nettie you dark as hell and so Seely and nettie hate each other but like low-key all the sisters you fight in the same fight and so I think that's like self-imposed now because at the end of the day, like no one cares if a cop hates black people. He don't care if you light bright or you dark as hell. This has me like all in my feels because I'm thinking back to like high school brand with his little bowl cut and his cargo shorts. And I'm just like, why did I do half the things that I did? <laughs> I think it's because I was like seeking approval and community from somebody. And that's like a very basic human sure. instinct, I think. So like, it's one of those things where it's like shoulda, coulda, woulda. When I reflect on past me, I'm always thinking, well, why did you care? Why did it matter what so-and-so thought or whatever? As long as I was happier, what I wanted to do, I was doing, but it, it it does matter when it comes down to it. Like that acceptance is something that we crave. So if that means assimilating in one way or the other, um, that provided security, maybe at a time when you didn't feel super strong, like standing alone or being in your own truth. Wow. This is so vague you know, and cliche, sense. but I'm like, I'm like on a, on a roll of, I just don't even know, but I'm in my feelings (laughs) just thinking about it. And so I think a lot of the things that I wasn't comfortable with, even a year ago, as, as you push the boundaries and the confines that you put yourself in, I'm just saying a lot of words, y'all, but they're like spilling out of me. I know you continue to push yourself and grow and redefine who you are. 
I think that, that makes, makes perfect sense, sense at all. That makes all the sense in the world, Brandon. Like, we feel you. That doesn't make sense, as I like to say. That made dollars, so. Hmm. Money. Money. Yeah, but Got we can it. get deep up in this bitch. And I think that was the point of those three clips, is to be like, you know, sometimes we have fun, but... In that fun, we also find a lot of seriousness, and we we like to talk about things that are hashtag real. Hashtag real talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think that that might just sort of bring us to the end of our best of episode. We just sort of gave you like fifteen to twenty. I don't know how many clips that was, but like some of the things that I think we thought truly reflected the work that we were trying to do uh, these past six months. And it's been a, it's been a, it's been a ride for all, all parties involved, myself included. But I think the funniest thing about this show was um, again, some of the stuff that you didn't hear was some of the best stuff that we did. And because I'm me and because I'm extra, I noticed a recurring trend Um with every episode and that was that I like to verbally confirm with everyone that we were in fact recording and so I went back and just did a super cut of every verbal confirmation I gave to the fact that we were recording so I think I'm just gonna let you all enjoy my um the only times I ever felt like a true J so sit back relax and here's me talking a lot and a little bit of Aj, honestly. And actually some Brandon too. We're all in this clip. It's great. Enjoy. Okay. Okay. Now we're actually recording. Now I did. Oh my gosh. We are I see those numbers that tick in. Okay. Hopefully this doesn't cut out again. But I see my thing moving. So Yay. great. Perfect. It's recording. Record. Oh, perfect. It's recording. I'm recording on my third party thing too. I just started recording because I figured this is probably going to cut out in the next like two minutes. So we might as well just try to get as much on here as possible. Okay. Now it's recording. Maya, are we already recording? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. I started recording. Have we started the show? I started recording four minutes and 47 seconds ago, just in case something really funny happened and we needed to, to have it for the files i'm spilling so many things oh my god i'm gonna I, i'm gonna make us a sound effect listen <laughs> so that ended with an air horn also which i think is just super appropriate but if you hadn't noticed i always had to verbally let everyone know that we were in fact recording and that's where a lot of these off-the-cuff moments came from is from me hitting record and then being like oh yeah by the way we're recording the problem Go. is that the confirmation comes so much longer after the button is actually pushed yeah here <laughs> saying shit you never know when the feds are listening Right. Looks at camera. <sighs> Gang shit. I see you, FBI, and my computer. Ugh, we homies, you though. That's my recording us. I <laughs> am the feds. Don't tell anybody. Ooh. I'm undercover. I'm Quantico. I'm Priyanka oh Chopra. Just took a left. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm Indian. Oh, Namaste, God. Auntie. Maya is my problematic crave. <laughs>
<laughs> this is why I didn't include any of the clips of me being low-key racist, because it's not racist if you're a minority. It's just speaking truth. Uh, okay. <laughs> speaking of faves, um, I don't necessarily know that any of these are problematic, but I thought it might be a little fun to take us out on a bop. Um, however, we have already picked 10 bops this season. Um, so I think it might be, I personally think it might be kind of cool if we, you know, picked the boppest of bops, the, the king, fuck that, the queen bop, um, the, the, the all being boppity bop. Yes. Um, <laughs> so does anyone have any, any immediate thoughts, any immediate nominations? Out of the 10 that are available from bops. Yes. Does anyone need a refresher? I'm going to the playlist. Um, I'm looking at it right now, and I just want to say, not to sway the vote in any way, but um, Janelle Monet makes it on here. Not only does she make it on here twice, but she was a back-to-back BOP nominee, and she had a solid, she's had a solid 2018 thus far, so... Girl, but then nice you're for reading what my fucking and I'm mind, because I was like, it, honestly, so. for me, it's between nice for what and make me feel, because... Nice for what is like yes the anthem right now, but make me feel is like just go Janelle. Well, Janelle is my is is I I go up for Janelle. I stand for her. I love everything she does, and she has done some amazing things lately. Nice for what will never play. This nice for what is my future cookout song. Nice for what is all of our future cookout song. Where you look at your little nieces and nephews and you go, what y'all know about this? And that is nice for what? So I personally would like to put in my vote for the summer anthem. Nice for what? I'll third it. I second that vote. Wow. Wow. Just like Gina Haspel, this has passed (laughs) in the Senate. Hashtag consensus. We love it. We're into it. Democracy. No need to reclaim our time. I'm reclaiming my time. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 to finish uh, things uh. off, y'all enjoy. Wow. Uh, the Bobbest of Bobs, Queen Bob. Nice for what? That's a real one in your reflection. Without a follow, without a mention. You really piping up on these niggas. You gotta be nice for what to these niggas. I understand. You got a hundred bands. You got a baby bands. You got some bad friends. High school pics. You was even bad then. A bop indeed, and you will be hearing that for years to come. When we're all old and gray and sitting in our retirement home, we will still be bopping to Drake, uh, I'm sure. So, thank you all for joining us for the ride that was Season 1 of Diet Starts Monday. As always, you know where to find us, uh, our handles on the Twitter and the Instagram at DSMPod. You can also visit our website, DSMPod.com. Find us on the Facebook, Diet Starts Monday podcast. Uh, Shoot us an email on the Gmail ministry. Um, We would love to hear from you. Any of your feedback or thoughts, feels, future bops, asses, things you'd like to hear us talk about, really anything at all. Just send it our way um, and we will catch you next time around. So, happy hiatus, motherfuckers. Happy hiatus. (laughs) 
This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday was produced and edited by me, Maya Dawi, with production support from the entire DSM squad, including Brandon Shat and Ajane Truss. Our theme song was written and performed by Brandon Shat. You can find episodes of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSM Pod or on Facebook at Diet Starts Monday Podcast. On this week's episode, it's a, it's it's a, a cheat day. day. God damn it. That was so bad.